Hello. Yo, Jimbo. Hey, Uncle Mike. <laughs> How are you? Man, you know, just chilling. That's chilling what's up, like man. How's everything with you? Long time. Uh, everything. Yeah, man. It's been a hot minute, bro. Uh, what, two weeks? We got on the. Yeah, I would say, almost two weeks. Almost two weeks. But you know, it's. It is what it is. We're we're busy people. We got shit going on outside of this. So and this is free. So <laughs> it's free. You know what I'm saying? Like this is free time. Yeah, why, you know, playing around. Why aren't we getting paid for this? Yeah, I know, right? We should be getting paid for this. But I mean, really, <laughs> we don't have enough. Uh, you know, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah, we ain't got enough listeners yet. But you know, we, hopefully, we could build a audience eventually. Yeah. We just gotta keep going at it. Just gotta keep doing it. You know, if, if you know, if you want something to grow, you gotta you know water it. So yeah, man. Just uh, yeah, man. Been pretty busy. Uh, I know. Uh, you know, we hung out last. We hung out over the weekend too and shit. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it was. I can't fun, believe man. we. Can't believe we still got it though. <laughs> yeah, man. We still, still got, got it, some man. of those dance moves. Oh man, being uh, yeah, man, being at our age, you know, supposed to be like not moving that much, moving like yeah, that, yeah. you know, might break a hip and shit. So. Yeah, I wish uh, I, I wish uh, uh, Linda's friends are more closer where they can come out more. Cause oh, seem like cool yeah. people to hang out with. Oh yeah, for sure, man. They're definitely uh, yeah, uh, fun group. So I've definitely had a lot of fun with those. Uh, with those we guys. should do like a group trip. Word? Yeah, like, you know, a few of us and a few of them and just do a little group trip. That'll be cool. Where? Ah, where you want to go? You know, I think the only destination would be like Vegas or Cabo or, you know, something something oh, okay. fun, right? It can't be right, like sure. somewhere really far and you got to take baby steps, I guess. Exactly, exactly. Yep. Well, you know, the time, when the time comes, man, just let me know. You know, I'm, I'm down, yeah. man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. But uh, on to uh, today's topic is, you know, we wanted to, I wanted to discuss with you today is about the, I guess the, the Asian experience. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. So for those of you out there that don't know, like, uh, I'm Chinese. Uh, already kind of. You know, told y'all that, but uh, I mean, Jim is also uh, of Asian descent, and uh, you know, we both grew up, uh, you know, uh, in in the in the East Bay Bay Area, San Francisco, and uh, you know, I think uh, we definitely see we have a different Asian experience versus you know, uh, somebody you know, someone that's not around here. Um, like and and we grew up. We didn't grow up in like a predominantly suburban area. We grew up in like a poverty-stricken place. You know, like uh, we, you know, grew up in like East Oakland, California. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know. So we definitely. I mean, don't you agree, Jim? We definitely have like our, you know, unique experience with uh, you know, yeah, growing up in this no, area. Definitely. Um, I mean, I think even. Among between me and you, we have different experience as far as um, their neighborhoods. 
Exactly. I um, mean, I grew up um, in the Park Boulevard area, um, right by uh, Oakland High. Yeah. And you grew up. Uh, where did you grow up? Now? So, I grew up around 35th Avenue and kind of 38th Avenue because that's where the middle school was at, and then in the you know 22nd, 23rd area when I was like high school so it was not deep east but it was definitely where I was the only Asian we were the only Asian family in that apartment complex those housing authority apartment complex section 8 yep and um and even in uh, in the neighborhoods where I live, it was mostly, uh, you know, Latinos and Blacks. And it right. wasn't until recently, as I, like, got out of high school, Asian folks start moving in. There was more Asian folks around there. And, um, you know, but throughout elementary and junior high, I was, like, maybe the one of five... 10 Chinese kids in my class and in the middle school wow. was like three three thousand people right I like to say like I, I'm in uh, sophomore not what's that seventh grade I probably knew like maybe two other Chinese boys and there might be like three or four Chinese girls um yeah uh, well elementary definitely Right, um, I only like two or three Chinese kids in my class. So throughout junior high, especially, I was you know one of the only few Chinese folks. So, yeah. And for yeah, man, and for a lot of people out there that don't know, I mean, if you grew up around uh, uh, areas where the, the streets are are, are numbers, <laughs> it that's like you know dead giveaway that you're living in the hood. Yeah, it's kind of like well. Yeah, that too, and then of course you got your inside streets, but it's more like when you live in those inside streets, you claim the main street, right? So like when I was living in on 35th, uh, we called it Tray 5. Uh, right. We called it right. Tray 5 and on the 35th. There was a, right. So like right. even... And there was a, I mean, there's people that was claiming that area too, claiming Tray yeah, 5. Yeah, yeah, so like even if you live in those inside street, like... On 35th, there's like Brookdale, there's Lyon, there's Allendale. And you would claim like Trey 5 or 3800 or High Street, 4500, right? Those are the streets. The 20s. Those are the, the 20s. Well, 20s, 20s was like in my high school years almost. But in junior high, right. it was Trey 5, 3800 or 40 High Street, right? Uh, they call it the hundreds or whatever. Uh, and then, yeah, and then, of course, like, you know, in high school, Murder Dub just kind of, you know, it was, I mean, like, it was more dangerous to me, in my opinion, uh, because I was exposed to it more, maybe. Not saying that it was more dangerous than the next. It was just more, so, like, Murder Dub was, like, you know, really scary at that time. And then before the Murder Dub, yeah. they call it um, the Rolling Twenties. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like they're trying to, uh, uh, I don't know, compare it to like, you know how back then the mm-hmm. Roaring Twenties, you know, back in the, the yeah, Depression sure. days? Sure, yeah. sure, sure. The Prohibition. Yeah, man. 
but anyway, yeah, that yeah, was man. my that was my neighborhood. Must have been uh, scary growing up in there. You uh, probably uh, did you? I mean, did you get in a lot of fights with kids? You know, like I, I wouldn't say I got into a lot of fights though. I, I was kind of blessed. Okay. I was kind of blessed mm-hmm. in that way. Um, you know, maybe because you know I. I I was like maybe five five by the time I was sixth grade. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, no, right. So you were pretty big. I wasn't like I wasn't yeah. big, but I think I was just like a good size. But okay. I wasn't. So nobody. Like, I wasn't your typical short, skinny Asian kid. Right, mm. right, right. Now I stopped growing. I'm only five seven, so I only grew like two inches ever since then. Okay, yeah, my- so I'm still considered yeah. short, but, um, but you know, I was just blessed where I, um, you know, I really like gravitate towards like the ghetto or black or Latino culture, you know, okay. and uh, they always accepted me. I've always been cool that way, and and um, so I I didn't really, and then I guess I played sports and I was good at it, and they thought I was cool because of that. Um, yeah, and, and I guess like, oh, you're not your typical nerdy, skinny Chinese kid, right? So I guess, right. um, you know, I didn't really get picked on, but although like, you know, there was a group of uh, high schoolers, they did jump me for two dollars. They didn't really jump me; they punched me in the face and they walked away and got two dollars out of me. Um, and that's about it. You know, I kind of kind of stayed. Neutral throughout the years, so. But yeah. yeah. Well, that that was cool though, man. That's uh, you know, that's cool that you were uh, you they were like accepting because of you know your your you know sports you know you're you're good at sports and stuff you know. But but I think uh, you know growing up, yeah, man. If you played sports uh, for the most part, you were you were okay. I mean, I I felt the same way growing up too. Like it, uh, because I played basketball and baseball. It was like, oh, because I did that, it was like, I was, you know, like, more easily accepted by the, by the, you know, other, other kids. Because you play, yeah, but, uh, sports, yeah man. sports is a common denominator, man, I mean. Um, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. But, you, you know, one thing I forgot to mention, I think, you know, the more I talk about this just now, uh, one thing that I think it made me kind of more acceptable it was that I think... They kind of knew how I felt as a kid, you know, because or I understood them and they understood me. I guess let me give an example. Like I feel like, you know, like like all like all immigrants, we come from like a poor a, a poor family upbringing, right? Um, it's sure. some you know, sometimes it's rough at home and you get the the spanking. Right at home, you get yeah. you get whooped by your parents, discipline, and yeah, it, it it's kind of like it's violence, right? Mm-hmm. So, so like when you talk to the next kid, whether you're black or Latino, and you guys have this thing where you guys resort to violence, or you guys understand violence, right? Like you guys listen to rap music. And you listen to Tupac, and all he talks about is, you know, 
you know, a kid getting beat up at home by their parents or or getting jumped at, you know, whatever the violence may be within that rap. And, you know, a Chinese kid understands it, a Latino kid understands it, and a black kid understands it. So you guys have a like a, a, a good communication because you guys kind of come from a certain background. You make right. sense? Right. It's more like no, a no, public background, right? So right. you guys could relate. Right. So, so you know, t- you know, yes, I was Asian American, and my classmate were black and Latino, but at the same token, when we hung out together and played together, we had the same grit, you know, like the same mentality. Like, man, you know, it's kind of like rough, like you know, a little bit violent, but you know, we still want to understand each other and want to be friends with each other. Sure. Sure. That's uh, really interesting. Uh, you said that, man, because that was uh, that's um, it, it, yeah. It's like you find common ground. Yeah, yeah. From that, you know, from you know, like knowing, yeah, you poor just like me, or you get a whooping just like me, you know, like you know, like we can relate that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and 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 y'all bond that way. Yeah, you know, like I remember, I remember, man, like in junior high. You know, one of my friends, he was black, right? Uh, and and we was like, man, we need some gear. Hey, sorry about that, Jimbo. Uh, my mom called. Hey, it's all good. Family's first. Hey, uh, well, hey, well, I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, um, if you try, if you ever doing a podcast, like yeah. you know how a phone call can override it. Yeah. You need to put the do not disturb. Uh, uh, you know, oh, okay. Uh, like, like you know what I'm saying. Like you, if you if you put your finger on your phone and you slide it up, there's that moon button. Oh, I didn't know that, that. moon button. So okay. it won't, yeah, it won't bring it. You know, so people won't disturb you. It'll go straight to voicemail. Okay, call. So I did. I mean, I just did that. I was just like, oh, and, you know, like, I was in the middle of an interview and I lost you. But uh, I just did it. I just called my mom, talked to her. And, uh, where, did, where did I uh, left off at? Oh man, I, I shoot, I lost. Yeah, we lost our train of thought right there. Uh, we were definitely uh, talking about growing up and uh, relating to. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I think I think I was going to share another example how you know you know growing up Asian, but. I wasn't like really separated with the other race, like the kids. Right. And another right. reason why, because we relate with each other, right? Because um, I would just have an example where, um, you know, you know, we were uh, me and this black kid. We were talking about man, you know, I don't really have clothes and stuff. You know, I only get hand me downs. I, you know, I take clothes from John, and John don't really have clothes himself, right? And you know, yep. this other black yep. kid, you know, we were you know, on the same baseball team, and um, uh, and uh, he said the same thing. And then we decided, man, we did some dumb stuff. Let's go get some clothes, and, mm. and we both came up with this store called the National on East Fourteenth and Thirty Sixth Avenue. Oh man, I remember right. that store. So it's like a just a cheap store, but we figured we can hit that spot up and. Still some jeans or shirts and stuff, but we both. I guess to my point is that we both agree that we can do that stuff, and it's okay 
we're not gonna make fun of each other and this is our grind and we both need it you know we, we didn't do it for fun we did it because we really need some clothes right you know that's yeah. i mean i mean you know you don't have to you know so so it's kind of like we related on that level i mean it's a uh it's a wrong way to use i mean do that type of activity but again to my point it's like we both agree we can bond in that way so sure sure so yeah i mean that's uh you know that's i guess that's a little bit about me growing up asian in right. my you know in my neighborhood yeah around black kids and uh, latinos and you know like getting along with them that's that's really no man that's you know that is what we grew up with you know like uh being in a very diverse uh area not like full of white people you know so you know when we actually saw did you i mean i don't know if you had a lot of white people in your school we didn't have white people at our school growing up at, 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 at elementary junior high only white uh kids was were was like uh, Russian kids, you know, like we can't even speak English. No, we. I mean, I didn't even have that males. I mean, right? It was just predominantly right, Latino, like black, black or and there was Latino. like uh, Southeast Asians, right? Italian Simmons. There right. was a lot of right. like Myan, Laos, Cambodian, exactly, Vietnamese. Exactly. There was a lot of Asians. There was a lot of, Asians, a lot of Latino, um, Hispanic, and and. and but black. you know, I think with me, I grew up like. In the apartment that I lived in, um, I was like the only Chinese folks, a Chinese family. Uh, we were the only Chinese family until there was like maybe one Chinese family moved in for a year. They moved out, but we were there for like a good from like second, third grade all the way to like tenth grade. So that's like eight years, right? So that's a yeah. big part of your childhood, and everyone. And there was like about maybe 12 apartments, right? It's uh, Oakland Housing Authority apartments. It was like about 12 of them. And on, in the center of, of this apartment, just basketball court. That's where I grew my love for basketball. So like during the nights or the weekends, the, the black kids would come out and play ball. And uh, these black kids, they were like in high school already, right? So imagine me in the second grade, like from the second floor of the apartment, just looking down on the court and watching them play, and 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 I just can't wait for my turn to get played when and my my own time to get to play is when they're done playing, right? So yeah. like imagine like they were kind of like I wouldn't say role models, but I wanted to be like them. Like I wanted to play like them. I wanted to do the same type of moves that they just did, you know, when I was watching them play just now. So like, you know, when I went to junior high and high school and I see a black kid, it was easy for me to relate. Or like, say, if I go catch the bus in the hood or I'm walking down the street in the hood, it, it was easy for me. You get what I'm saying? So because I, I guess I can kind of move a certain way in the hood because I know how they move. I, I don't know. No, that's good, man. There's probably like probably like mannerisms too yeah definitely because here's the thing you know my my, my dad um worked right they they didn't really have time to bring us out and go to like vacations or family trips and 
things like that. You know, you know, like your parents, they probably just work all the time and you see them for dinner time and that's about it. And so like, you know, I, I didn't get that much of a uh, influence from my dad besides like work ethics. You get what I'm right. saying? So, so like, you know, I looked up to a lot of this, the, you know, the culture in my neighborhood, right? So, you know, so yeah. like I had a I had a mixed identity. Like uh, I'm Asian, but I kind of want yeah. to be like but this. But you grew up around these black big people, right? You know, so, so you know, yeah, that that was me, kind of growing up, you know. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's good. But so, I wanted to also ask you about like you know how we when we growing up you know we had stereotypes like Asians had stereotypes you know how like Asians the they don't cause trouble model minority they're smart you know or they're good at math or they're they they don't they don't cause trouble a lot of you know the men are like asexual yes uh, or you know like just just a lot of like stigmatism like how do you how do you you know like what do you what's your thoughts on that I mean I think it's true and it still happens um as much yeah I think think that happens all the time as much as people want to sugarcoat it uh and deny it I think it happens more than it should especially at this time of age um and it's really about and still is the upbringing. Um, so, okay, you know, um, I mean, like it's just like uh, the family upbringing. Are like, uh, you're saying Asian folks who are who are brought yeah. up, uh, brought up the way we are yeah. brought up, like society, the society just kind of. Um, I guess define like will it like are they trying to define uh, society just because we brought up this way society <laughs> just uh, you know just like automatically say oh because they're brought up this way they are smart or asexual yeah I'm, well I mean here's the thing I mean I mean, there's one thing about the stereotype, but I think also statistically, it's also kind of true, right? Um, I mean, like how I really feel about it, it's just kind of like, um, all right, take, take movies, for example. Movies yeah. and entertainment. Yeah. Um, Asian males, they're still not considered or viewed as like a whole person in the movie. Oh, right, right, like a masculine or could take a and lead bro, role. That's what I mean by a whole. They're they're either like right. a, a supporting cast or a cameo or right, right. And if they right. and if they are in like a TV show or or, or um, it's, whether it's not that successful or there's always a you know uh, another. Uh, like another like a white male or a black male that's a a, a leading uh, actor yeah right sure. I mean I know it's sad to say it but I think it's, it's still it's still true yeah. I mean 
No, no, I, I agree, man. I, I agree. And it's like, oh, the only lead role an Asian man can get is like a kung fu role. Something. You know, I like mean... they don't, you know, but it's like they, they, they like put, they, they put, they put us in a category, you know, you're good at math. So you're going to be in, you know, if you are going to do, you know, you're going to look like a smart kid in, in, in the, in the, in the show. Well, you know, or you know, if you're masculine, you're gonna be the you're you're gonna be Jackie Chan. You're gonna be yeah. Bruce Lee. Well, I think it's it's not that you know it's not even that um that they they to me it's not even that they they automatically put us in these roles, but I think sometimes you know we have to take some accountability if we're like the Asian male, uh, we allow it too. Right, right. Uh, right. No, that's but true. but recently, but yeah. recently, I think like over the last ten years, you know, we're being more vocal about it. Like say, like that that show, uh, Hawaii Five O. I, I think that's it. That that Asian guy, uh, actor, he mm-hmm. he decided to quit. I think I think I could be wrong, but some Asian actor he decided to quit because he wasn't getting the same pay as the white male actor. Yeah, uh, so word. I mean, I think those things are always a, a positive thing, even though he sacrificed his own money. But he's he's sending a sure. message for the next actor, the next generation, you know, things like that. You know, word. so that's always good, in my opinion, because he's like uh, the person. See, the problem is, you know, what's the real problem? What? What's Who's that? Died too long? Nah, man, you need to stop. Look, man, if, if Bruce Lee didn't die young, shit, me and you could be actors right now. Man, I'm not going to be playing basketball right now. Nah, let's not, uh, you know, uh, blame our shortcomings for uh, Bruce Lee not living long enough. <laughs> man, who, who is that one Asian guy that wiped up a white female? Bruce Lee. Shit. Well, Bruce Lee is not the only one. He did it in the 60s, sure. 70s? Yeah, yeah, he definitely did it when people were all like, hell no. Exactly. They, they don't approve of that. We can't even that. do that shit now. Don't approve I mean, of that. It's kind of hard. Yeah, they don't, they don't approve of, uh, yeah, Bruce Lee teaching, uh, you know, a foreigner's uh, 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 martial arts. No, for sure. He was like, well, see, well, you look at Bruce Lee, though. Right? What was, you know... Bruce, what was Bruce Lee's mentality? Bruce Lee's mentality was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care who thinks of what. I'm going to live my life and I'm going to live it the way I see fit. You know? Fuck, uh, you know, forget, like, you know, what people think, uh, you know, like, what my uh, category should be. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was fighting to get a leading role in America, yeah. you know? But they wouldn't give that to him. They only gave him the Kato role yeah. in uh, Green Hornet. They they did. He he was supposed to star in that Kung Fu show. Yep. And and they gave it to a white they gave it time. They gave it to that. Yeah, yeah. They gave it to yeah David Carradine. Yeah. So it's like, you know, so like he was like like you know f this. I'm gonna like pave my own way. And he went out and did it. You know, and like prove people wrong. You know. And I feel like that's such a good. Uh, philosophy like a good wisdom uh you know in, inspiring from bruce lee was like 
you know, like you gotta be if you want to break out of the, the barrier, you know, like or break out of the the glass ceiling. Like you really need to like, you know, like not think what other people think of you, right? And yeah. Just like do what you want to do and and you know whatever makes you happy and sh- and stuff. So, yeah, man, like uh, that's a uh, yeah, man. Um, it, it it definitely happens, you know. But I, you know, I hope like this, uh, you know, this conversation, you know will help people out there understand that like even though it's kind of true yeah man you like like what you said you got to take some accountability for yourself and say you know uh fuck what society thinks of what an asian person or asian man should be like you know i'm gonna be you know the best whatever i'm gonna be so yeah, man, that's, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, like, but, you know, like, I'm sorry, go well, ahead. Well, I was just going to say, it's like, like, back to what I was saying earlier, you, you can't let, you can't allow what the society wants you to be, right? Uh, right. I mean, it's right. kind of, uh, here's another example. We're, we're at a ballpark, like a, a park playing pickup basketball, right? Black kids on the team, yeah. on the, you know, getting picked, right? And right. me and you get picked. And automatically, right. in their mind, in their mind, <coughs> they're going to think like... We're hella weak. They, no, they're going to say, all right, you guys going to be the shooters. <laughs> you guys are going to be the spot-up shooters, right? Yeah. And they might take yeah. point guard. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But right. Like, and then you, and you, 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 you say okay to that. You are allowing that stereotype. You get what I'm right. saying? So, so, yeah. so if you don't allow that stereotype say you know what hey you know what let me play point for a little bit and we'll see how it goes right 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 exactly so i guess what i'm saying is like the more the generation now and future to come start to do more of that i mean don't get me wrong there's a lot of that already right but it needs to be more way more um see that's why i always respect like like the black uh, you know like black folks because I feel like yeah. they laid the foundation for civil rights movements right for yeah. people like the Latinos the Latinos the Latinas uh, the Asians and all these other race to speak mm-hmm. up you get what right. I'm saying because if yeah. it wasn't for like the black people going through that civil rights movements yeah, we wouldn't have like, what we have. Like, Asian Americans would not speak up. Word. You get what I'm saying? Like, even like women yeah. would not speak up, right? Yeah. So I, you know, I always respect that because they were the first one to really put themselves out there and you know go through the trenches and be like, you know what, we we're not standing up for this anymore. We, we're going to speak up, and all these other minorities follow. Right, but right. to my point is we need to take advantage of what they laid out, that foundation they laid out. I still don't think I still don't think there's enough Asian people that speaks up. Oh no, definitely. No, I don't know. Definitely. Yeah, and it goes back to like how we were brought up, right? Like our parents to be like, Don't talk back to the teacher. 
uh, you know, you better behave. Don't fight nobody. Right. That's what our teach uh, our parents teach us. Right. That's what our parents teach us. You know, like get good grades. You know, you better be obedient, or you're gonna get a whooping when you get home. Type of get thing. that safe job, right? Get exactly. the safe yeah, education, yeah. safe job. Right, don't right. bother nobody. Uh, exactly. Exactly. In. Yeah, yeah. That's how. Yeah, that's how we both grew up on, man. My mom, dad, um, you know, our parents definitely told us to grow up that way, right? Don't cause trouble, you know. But I mean, I don't know how other, you know, other uh, race out, other races out there, like how they raise their kids. You know, do they say the same thing? Do they, you know, tell their kids like, you better not, you know. You better be good at school, and like I, I think they would say the same thing. Well, I think I, I would have to say the more lower class, like, like the, because I think it happens in every race, right? Right. But right. I think like the more poor families will play that role. Yeah. Right. Because there's yeah. there's rich Asian family and said, hey, you know what? You can't work this type of job. You need to run your own company. You need to speak up or so and so, right? So I think right. it might have to deal with um, your class level as well. Okay. Make sense? Right? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not trying to be stereotypical yeah. here. You know, I'm not trying to fall into that stereotype where it's only Asian. But I believe it's also the class level, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, for sure. Well, not also. Also, not to mention, it's like uh, for even for poor Chinese people, poor Asian people, for the most part, we came from a pretty good family. Mom and dad is still at home, type of a yeah. thing. Whereas, you know, for the, for the black kids or for the Hispanic kids. You, they would come from a you know one parent home, you know, and that definitely uh, you know left uh, you know a, a, a poor upbringing for those type of kids, you know, like a single single mom, a single dad, oh, running a family. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I say some Asian folks can relate to that is that although some Asian kids may have two parents. But really, it's only one of them that's really nurturing and mm-hmm. you know uh, feeding and supporting the children. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you know that that Asian dad might be living there and might be around, but he's really not doing nothing. He might mm-hmm. be out gambling and doing all type of crazy mm-hmm. stuff, but he's. Oh, yeah, still sure, come back sure. in. And then, but sure. the passive Asian mom won't say nothing. You get right. what I'm saying? And still, right. okay, because he's the male, he... So, you know, as opposed to uh, a black family, the stereotype is that the dad is just never around or just left. Mm-hmm. You get, and then it, you know, and the children's left with the mom or the grandparents. Yeah. Um, so I think that's yeah. the difference, but there still holds a lot of similarities. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But definitely, I could, you know, you could 
kind of see where uh, the black, the black and the Hispanic kids, they might be a little bit more loud, uh, you know, outspoken, you know, like not tame, yeah. you know, and, and causing trouble, causing fights at school, you know, uh, that kind of a thing. Whereas the Asian kids just like, oh, keep to themselves. Uh, don't speak up or usually man I I just remember growing up being Asian I mean like I was pretty shy yeah you know like couldn't yeah definitely couldn't like speak up or or, or when the teacher asked questions like we just like you know don't give her eye contact type of uh-huh. thing wait wait so how <laughs> make how sure. old were you at this time oh man yeah in uh, elementary I would say from second grade all the way to like sixth grade dude like I was always like, oh, don't get me wrong. I be, I wasn't shy around my friends. I wasn't shy around classmates and stuff. But then, like, when it was like, uh, like a, a authoritative figure, yeah, like kind of, you know, like, hey, hey, Michael, what's the answer to this, this, and this, or whatever? Yeah. It's like a lot of times, it's like, you know, we, you know, as I feel like as Asian Asian kids, a lot of us like would just like not want to answer, not raise our hands, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah man I mean I think uh, hopefully uh, the for the up you know for the kids growing up in the future it's like I hope it changes and it becomes a little bit more you know like where the Asian stereotype you know slowly fades in terms of like speaking up or being shy you know that kind of yeah. stuff not as timid and, and, and submissive that type of uh, you know stigma that we get but uh yeah man I mean growing up for me um the stereotype that bothered me the most was like uh oh they view Asian guys as uh, like asexual oh you know like like automatically written off you know because you're Asian like oh there's a stigma like Asians are not you know good lovers or, or you know yeah. what I'm saying like they're not they're not sexy they're not cute you know like that kind of a thing you know and I just remember growing up in junior high like, you know I was you know like thinking a black girl was cute or thinking a, a white girl was cute and like you know like like and girls you know growing up could be, could be mean like if you like them and they don't like you back <laughs> they could pretty they could be pretty mean oh man you know so that was something that really bothered me growing up, man. What about you, man? You know, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I don't think I had a, you know, I always had an Asian, like, girlfriend or like a, you know, or, you know, someone that was interested or whatever throughout okay. junior high and, and, uh, in high school I mean there was like Maybe one yeah. time In In uh in, in junior high It was like a, The white girl But yeah. But I thought it was just like Puppy love You know just like One of those You know thing It wasn't like sure. you, know, you can't take Crush. Yeah, You can't take it Serious Yeah it was just like, If it's like In college And, and, and grown up years That's That's More meaningful Like someone yeah. Like a like a Latina or like a white girl, like oh snap! Like, this Asian dude is kind of, but but at the same token, you know, like you can't, you you can't uh you can't blame the girl. 
Uh, but I know what you mean. Uh, when I say you can't blame the girl, it's all about how you come out, right? Like how you're confident and how you, right? Oh yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. But but, absolutely. but like to your point, when you're in junior high and high school, we didn't have that. You're right. We you don't think like yeah, that. Yeah, we didn't have that confidence, or or maybe we didn't have the income to buy nice clothes and or whatever it may be, and and, and or you know we were shy, you know, so that. That didn't turn the girl got turned off by it. So, yeah, I mean, <coughs> you know, it's true. I think it's true to what you said, but I think there's a way you can beat it. It just. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Hey man, I mean, I beat it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you beat it. I mean, we beat yeah. it. So it's like you know, uh, I mean, it's not even uh, a thing. But I just know, like growing up, that was something that really irks me and shit no you that's know, true that's uh, true, true. I'm just like man you, you just overlooked me type of stuff right yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, I hear right exactly. yeah definitely I mean, exactly it yeah that was uh, yeah okay okay so well I mean we're pretty much done with this topic here but I wanted to add another topic okay um but uh how about we uh, take a little break and I'll give you a call back all right. Uh, oh all yeah, right, yeah, for sure. Give me, give me, give me, give me a minute, man. I gotta, you know, gotta hit the John. Say what? Okay, yeah. All right, all right, all right, guys. We'll be right back and uh, you know continue this conversation. Right. Uh-huh. Yo, Jimbo, thanks for coming back. All right, so hey, we go, Mike. Yeah. Hey, quick question. I don't want to go off subject. Have you ever wondered? How that girl look like when you get that phone call from Anchor that tells you this is a phone call podcast from Anchor and if you don't want to hang, you don't want to talk, you got to hang up now. Yeah, what about her? I just want to know how she looks like. Well, have you oh, ever thought, thought about of, that? Have I ever thought about how she looks like? Um, Jeez, I don't know. No, I haven't really thought about it. But so this is this is our stereotype that can come out right now. What do you think she is? What race? Is she? Oh, jeez. What what hood that she came from? Um. Oh man, that's that's man. <laughs> that's a good one, actually. I I think she might she might have come from like a more affluent affluent <laughs> neighborhood. Yeah, for, yeah. I think maybe. I yeah, maybe. I can't be too sure. She sounds like really proper. Yeah. So, but you know, you could work on that. You know what I'm saying? Like we could, <laughs> like me and you could could take like speech classes and things like that, and we could really sound like her. Yeah, that, that is true. So, I mean, yeah, and that's another thing too. Is it's like us being poor versus the rich Asian kids, right? That grew up. Yeah. I mean, dude, we live like totally different lives from them because they, you know, grew up in a you know predominantly. Um, like the kids from San Francisco, you know, I think a lot of them like went to had a better school system, <coughs> um, and their parents were you know a little bit more well off. So they, I mean, they can't relate to us growing up with black kids and Hispanic kids around us, and you know, getting into trouble and and you know relating on a you know poor level. So uh, you mean you mean like kids from San Francisco can't relate? Yeah, I think like they can't relate. Uh, 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 kids from San Francisco can't relate to how Oakland kids <laughs> grew up. Oh, well, 
I mean, yes and no, I guess. Because cause it's all about, because there's, there's some goods in the, in the oh, city. Oh, no, no, for sure. I'm not saying, like, all of San Francisco's good. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, you know, there's, there's uh, you know, parts of San Francisco that are, like, really nice. And yeah, that's I mean, there's, um, I think what you want to say is San Francisco might have, like, more different, like, older generation <laughs> of Chinese folks. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, they're, you know, they know how to move around the American culture and benefit from it. Yes. So. So me and you, we came from a first generation. Yeah. You know, uh, ABC. Yeah. Whereas the the ones that like came, that lives in San Francisco probably came at a, you know, further time and assimilated more and became more, you know, like Americanized. Definitely. And, you know, and a little bit more, you know, a, a more, have a better footing, you know, in into in society and stuff. And it's like, yeah. we can't relate to them. It's harder. It's hard. It's hard. Not that we cannot, but it's hard, you know? Right, right. You know, because they can't see or they can't, they can't comprehend the, the type of stuff that we go through. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you know, and, and, you know, that's like a whole different other thing too, right? So... I mean, well, we'll leave all that for another time. I wanted to bring up the topic of—I uh, don't know if you checked the news lately the, uh, about this kid, uh, this you know, the actor Aziz Ansari, the comedian. Oh yeah, yeah, the Indian. Yeah, the Indian guy. He was in—he—he uh, he was in um, Parks and Rec. You know, he does comedy. You know, he does stand-up comedy. He's pretty funny. You know, I kind of—I kind of like his—you uh, know—his his his, his, his stand-up gig. Um. But uh, recently he was on the news and uh, it was because of the Me Too movement with uh, women like, you know, fighting back about sexual uh, assault, sexual misconduct, yes, <laughs> things like that. And uh, recently uh, someone came out, someone anonymously came out and said, Aziz Ansari, uh, a sexually... Uh, not assault, but there was sexual misconduct going on between him and her. Where, so they met, they went out on a date. She went home with him, went to his house. Yes. And they performed sexual acts on each other. And, but then it, they did not finish. They did not go all the way. And then she went home. And so, like, right now, she comes out and was like, hey, you, you, you took advantage of me, you know? And basically stalled uh, Aziz Ansari's uh, career, you know? Yeah. And, and, and now he's, like, you know, he's, uh, like, kind of all his production, filming, whatever, comedy stuff is all on hold right now. Like, he's kind of taking a hiatus away from Hollywood type thing to kind of, like, let the thing blow over. Right. And, uh, yeah, man, like, right now, it's just hella crazy, like, how, um, he even, like, texted her, they had a little text message, and he apologized for this behavior type of a thing, like, he didn't mean to make her feel a, a certain way about it, you know? But, but, but they both performed sexual acts on each other. Right. right. Okay. Like, like, well, do you, I mean, I don't know, man, like, I don't, I, okay, so, uh, I want 
you I, I want to speak my opinion about it and then like you could you know okay. let me know what you think what you think about it okay. like I feel like uh, Aziz yeah. is, is like well she shouldn't have done that because you guys like had consent like she, she you you went home with him she didn't you know like she went home with him she didn't like say no I don't want to come I want to go home you know what I'm saying like yeah. she she uh, you know so she followed him home I mean that in itself it's like you know what if, if you're not leading the guy on what the heck are you doing following him home you know okay you know a lot of times it's like you guys I mean you guys go on a date and it's like everything's going well yeah you possibly you know as a man it's like okay maybe we can lead the conversation to you know back to the house we can have a drink or whatever and we can continue the conversation or we could you know like hopefully you know get get you know get freaky and stuff so yeah. you know and, and when you agree to come with the guy come with me back to my house it's like it's already I don't know man like I feel like as a man <laughs> already, you I already got to get the feeling like maybe you're interested in you know do more than just talk right you know so for her to like okay that and then go with her and then like okay in between it okay fine you want to stop you you don't want to you don't want to go any further than y'all already went fine so Aziz you know said fine I'm gonna take you know, I'll take you home I'll call your Uber so then that's what he did and then now it's like she comes out and says something like that like I, I feel like like you're you're wrongly accusing someone of uh something well what you, you think, know what you think her motive is well I feel she's She's trying to be a part of that whole Me, Me Too movement, you know? Like, I've been uh, sexually taken advantage of, you know? <laughs> and I feel like, like, you don't have a right to say that. Because now you're putting his, like, whole career on the line. Because you agreed to come to my house. You not only agreed, you, you agreed to perform the sexual act on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, she performed it on him. I mean, you know, they performed on each other, and then it was like, okay. Well, so um, I'm assuming, I'm assuming these are like, like, uh, not not just kisses. Right? No, no, no. This was not make out, just making out. No, this was. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like this was yeah, fellatio, yeah. man, fellatio, cunnilingus. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. So, you know, but they didn't go all the way. You know what I'm saying? Though? Like they didn't, they didn't go to intercourse. I guess. That's pretty far already. That's pretty dang far. And it's like, uh, you know, he didn't, Aziz didn't make you, didn't force you, didn't grab you by the neck and like whatever, like, you know, right. perform this oral sex on me type of thing, you know? And she never said that too, right? She, she never, never said, said that, that too. She never said like, that too. That exactly. he forced her. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Nothing was ever forced. That she could have said no anytime. And for her to say, you know, like now to come out and say, oh, you, you know, Sexually uh, taking advantage of me, and it's just like, man, you know, like that's how I'm. I I feel like, you know, where do you? And and, and so her the defense was her defense was I was giving him nonverbal cues that I 
go any further or I didn't want to be with him or that type of a thing. What do you mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what do how, do you, how do you expect someone to read that, right? Exactly. It's non-verbal. Especially when you just gave heads. Exactly. It was non-verbal. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> not. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm, yeah, like, especially guys, right? Yeah. Guys are not mind readers. Guys take directions. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> you tell me a direct, you direct me to do something. I do it. You know, that type of a thing, you know? But it was just like, he was talking about her non-verbal cues gave him the hint that he, he didn't want. And he didn't know how to read that or something. And so he, that's why he kept going. And I was just like, man, you know, like. That's really messed up. But, that yeah, is, that, yeah, that's my thought. On, I mean, you know, like, yeah, man. I, I mean, I don't want to say, like, she she didn't have a right. Like, I don't want to say she doesn't, have, you know. But I just feel like <laughs> if you don't, if, if yeah, if you're, if you're, if you don't want it, just say it. Just say no. Right, like just being non-verbal, or, or what she says, non-verbal. I, I don't understand it, man. Right. I think the, the the confusing part is if you didn't want none of this, you shouldn't have gave that man head a blowjob. Right. Right. Simple as that, right? Right. Now, if exactly. if he forced you to do it, then that's a different right. story. Exactly. Now, if he say shit like, okay, if you want a role in my next comedy skit, you got to give me heads, and you did it, then that's still your bad. You're a dumb... But anyway, (laughs) well, Mike, hey, Mike, this is all I can say about it. You know, it's kind of like, with all of these Me Too stuff, there's going to be some of these accusations that's false. Or yeah. you can't have any they just they just don't have any credit to it, right? But it's one of those things where like when you as an outsider and you speak your mind and you say like, oh, you know, that girl is thirsty or she wants a ten or you know, the guy didn't really did that, then it would just make you a terrible person for saying that because it's a sensitive subject. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, oh, you did not really get sexually harassed. You were just hoeing around. You were drunk, whatever. Right. You know, and then it right. turned out if the girl wasn't drunk and she was really a victim, then it make you look like an a-hole, right? Mm. So it's like one of those things that you know, you want to speak your mind because there's so much, like, discredit stories that you, it's hard for you to believe it, right? But yeah. at the same token, it's like, it's hard for, honestly, for me or any other male to kind of put a lot of, like, their opinions about because it's just going to make you or sound like you're inconsiderate. But I do understand the frustration because if he, if she put his career on hold, that's that's really messed up. Yeah, you know. Uh, and, and here's the thing: it's like we don't really have all the facts, too. You know, it's kind of like so. It's kind of like, man, what can you do as an outsider? You know, but feel kind of like, damn, damn if you do, damn if you don't again. You know, so. Yeah, man. 
I, I well, I feel like like right now as this this guy Aziz, yeah, he's you know because of, because she she because she did that and she came out like not only did he kind of put a, his hold on a career, you know, yeah, and all that, but like you know, like hella people are like coming into defense for that lady. Really? Yeah, so people the, are like even when she performed a blowjob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the argument here is that uh, you know, like you don't know how a woman feels with when you're dealing with a celebrity or a man with power. You know, like the, you know, like he co- you know, like they could co- coerce you, like Harvey Weinstein. You know, type of a thing. You know, like what you said earlier. Like I could give you a, I could give you a role. <laughs> I could give you a role in a in a movie, yeah. a part in a movie, if you come and do this and do that. You know. So like she felt like it was um yeah like like a lot of people are just like kind of defending her saying like oh um you know like when the, when there's someone like of higher authority or not higher authority but like you know have a lot of like star pool and stuff like that yeah <laughs> they could pressure a woman you know to do stuff that they don't want to do and i don't know man i just feel like man you gave nonverbal cues Like I, I I don't know, man. I just feel like that's a very weak argument. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, I've never been in a female's shoes, so I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, how do you say you've been sexually harassed when you're the one that gave the blowjob? Yeah, it's hard to understand that. It is, man. It I think is. I might, I might need a perspective, perspective from the female. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, I'm oh, not trying yeah. to be ask. funny. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm no, just trying no. to understand it, right? <laughs> no, for sure. Ask. So, uh, no, definitely ask. Um, ask your fiance and see what she thinks of it. It that that is a uh, yeah, man. That's freaking yeah, man. I mean, just I I feel like you know because we're both male. You know, like we see it, our, we see it one way. You know, yeah. And we just see it as like, dang, man, they, you know, like he held uh, because of this. It's like he's getting backlash for it, and I'm just like, I don't get it. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. You know, it's probably. Uh, you know, I I'll I'll have to kind of stay out of it for now because I don't know the, all the truth to it. So. Yeah. But I'll go out on the limb and say, hey man, some of these accusations are, are, are you just, I, I just, it's hard for me to believe sometimes. Yeah, man. You, you know, so. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because because women, they know sometimes, uh, yeah, a, 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 a woman knows what she's doing, right? Too. Because yeah. there's women out there that are like that. That would, you know, like come come for you because you're a celebrity you know like they, like groupies and, and you know like women who like just want to be close to a star and, and you know like get with the star get pregnant by the star and stuff like that you know yeah I mean yeah just just way too many cases where they try to mail a star right blackmail right so I mean think about this uh, Usher <laughs> yeah right and when you 
you know, saw that girl that said, hey, Usher gave me herpes. You know, yeah. She was trying to extort him. Yeah. Because her thing was like, all right, give me some money or I'm going to come out with this, come out with this, uh, you know, press conference. Right. So, yeah. And, and guess what? It wasn't her first time. She was trying to uh, press the another rapper before Usher. Dang. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. That's the perfect example right there. You know. So. <laughs> yeah. So how do we know? I mean, yeah, man. We just yeah. How know. how do we know? You know, she's telling the truth. And and no offense, but Usher can get any girl. She, she <laughs> yeah, I know. And man, yeah, he, man, he got what the yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. His choice. I mean, that one too. I don't think it was his choice. I don't think it's even true. They've never been together, in my opinion. Mm, right. I don't know. That's my opinion. But yeah. Maybe mm. they have some like cross encounters, like they knew each other from a friend of a friend, and but yeah. Yeah. Thank you. No. Yeah. All right. Well, this is a great. This is yeah, man. It was a really good segment, Jimbo. I really appreciate your time, man. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, that's a great segment. I'm gonna publish this, and uh, you can echo it onto your station. Uh, you know, I you gotta you gotta teach me how to do that. But um, hey, I definitely appreciate all the the cool topic that you have brought up. You know, it kind of uh, brings out a good dialogue, you know, or. If anything, an interesting dialogue get people going and uh, talking about and opening their different views. So, so yeah, appreciate yeah, that. No, for sure, man. This is uh, you know what I guess this podcast podcasting stuff is about. You know, like opening dialogue and you know getting people to listen to uh, other types of perspectives and stuff. So. Yeah, man, I, I'm. Yeah, man, really appreciate you, you know, sharing it with me, Jimbo. Uh, so, yeah, man, we'll do this again soon, man. I'll, I'll come up with some more topics. I'll let you know what it is, and we'll hash it out then. Cool, cool. Uh, all right, man. You have a good night. All right, Mike. Peace. All right.